WRKS Pickens Jackson. It's all coming back from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. And there it comes again. Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that? What is that? The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com. Want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We're going to get out of here for a while next week and then be back to recap the college football playoff and everything that's going on in the NFL. And I'm sure we'll be jumping right back in uh, transfer portal mania. The show is brought to you by... A Stella Artois and a bone-in ribeye. Ribeye at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We want to welcome in Zach Seiko. He is with Locked On Nittany Lions, Penn State insider, Ole Miss Penn State. Is the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game coming up. Uh, next weekend in Atlanta, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Zach, good morning. How you doing, man? Bo, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Zach, we appreciate you. What are the expectations for Penn State in this bowl game, considering you fired your offensive coordinator, I think, after 10 games, and you lost your defensive coordinator in Manny Diaz? Vegas still likes them. Right, they're still but three and a half point favorite going going into this game. So, if from from Penn State's perspective, uh, Nittany Line fans certainly think this is a a winnable game. But I, I know this one is certainly going to be close. I, I see this as a fifty fifty ball game. All, Ole Miss is retaining a lot of its players for this one, like you said. I mean, Penn State um, has had opt outs in other ways, <laughs> if you will. So uh, losing a defensive coordinator, firing an offensive coordinator, uh, but they're they're still obviously like Ole Miss in that category, right? Like one step below the elite category. Um, so I, I, I just enjoy this game, and I'm excited for this one because you're essentially getting those two teams from the, each respective conference that is just one step behind that top-tier teams. Okay, so what – are you going to keep the offense as is, even though you hired a new OC? Yeah, the offense will be the same because they can. It, it's really difficult to implement all that stuff in what a month's time. Right? Andy Conal Nicky, who's coming over from Kansas, uh, is going to run a pretty complex scheme. It's the same thing with the defense. The defense is just going to have a different play caller. Uh, they're going to run the same thing that they ran this season. Same thing with the offense. J1 Sider and Ty Howell, who were the assistants that took over as the co-offensive coordinators, are going to be the same thing, co-play callers, like they have the past two weeks. And now they have a month to prepare for this, too. They had to go into that on the short week and face, oh, Rutgers is not a good team, but they have a pretty good defense, actually. And then they really found some rhythm against Michigan State when they beat them 40 soon to nothing. So now they have a month to, to pre- prepare for Ole Miss, which is obviously going to be a tougher test. Yeah, Ole Miss, everybody's intact, and and they were good on both sides of the ball. Penn State uh, yep. dominant on defense, but but uh, why? James Franklin's a good coach. He's done a good job. He's uh, recruits at a at a very high level. Um, 
we're visiting with Zach Seiko, Penn State insider. Why has the offense been so anemic for, for the most part for so long, Zach? I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Well, there's a reason they fired Mike Yurisich. There, there was some sort of disconnect because five-star quarterback was having confidence issues. Out of all the players on that offense, the guy with probably the most like, football athleticism, right? I know some guys are they're faster than him. They're stronger than him. But from football and all the little intangibles, Drew Allen, most talented player, at least should behave like the most talented player on that roster. And he wasn't taking the steps forward necessary. He was doing a lot of the right things. 23 touchdowns, the one interception. That's pretty good for a first-year starter, uh, in my opinion, regardless of the accolades coming out of high school. But there are other things that were beyond Mike Yersich's reach. The wide receivers were not, still aren't, and I don't know how good they will be in the future at this current point. Keandre Lambert-Smith, Trey Wallace, who was banged up in the middle of the season, had a upper body injury. We don't get much intel on, on injuries, so we'll never truly know. Um, just missed uh, games for the rest of the season. And any of the guys that they brought in from the transfer portal, Malik McLean, Dante Stephus, all those guys never, they never stepped up. And any of the guys behind them, Sean Clifford has a little brother named Liam, didn't take that step forward. There were all these opportunities for a receiver to take the baton and run with it and take the lead, and no one ever did. And that's the thing. The wide receivers would never get open. So Drew Aller could never take that next step because his targets, his passing targets, weren't doing much. And because the defenses didn't respect the passing game whatsoever, they could sell up and stop the run with Nicholas Singleton and Catron Allen, which Ole Miss is going to see all over the tape. All they got to do is run sure. man coverage. They can run single high safety and sell out for the run, and they'll probably have decent success against Penn State's offense once again. But that's why Penn State struggled because purely from if you're looking for one thing, wide receivers just couldn't get open. Okay. All right, so Ole Miss-Penn State. Uh, December 30th, 11 a.m. in Atlanta. Well, 11 a.m. our time, noon Atlanta time. Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game, Ole Miss Penn State. Penn State's had all kinds of opt-outs, fired their offensive coordinator after 10 games. Manny Diaz, their defensive coordinator, who's been at Mississippi State twice, is now the head football coach at Duke. Um, I mean, 
what's realistic as far as a number against Ole Miss offensively in this in this game? I mean, I'm almost. It looks to me like it could be a, tr- a stretch for Penn State to score 20 points. How do you see it? If they w- here's the if they win, I'm thinking they got to win. You know, 2017. How do you see it, Zach? I'm going to give Ole Miss now. The, the things that I like to look at when I'm trying to compare two teams is yards per carry, yards per rush attempt, and, and yards per pass attempt on both sides of the football, right, offensively and defensively. And um, I, I'm not trying to correct anybody, but Penn State actually doesn't have that many opt-outs to this point. Chopper Robinson is a huge one, but they have a former five-star top 25 player in Denied Dennis Sutton who's going to take the reins and has already been playing a lot this season. Adisa Isaac never opted out, even though he's going to leave. Curtis Jacobs hasn't opted out, even though he plans to leave. Theo Johnson is the same case. Caden Wallace, Olu Fashion, who's the um, franchise left tackle, probably going to play. Uh, the only other rumored one is Johnny Dixon, and that's not even official. That's a report of a person of a person of a person. He hasn't said anything specifically. So to this point, Penn State only has one realistic opt-out. Um, the the coaches have been calling the plays. They've been the co-coordinators, or at least scheming the blueprints, right? Uh, I, I would say that Ole Miss is a very good defense because of the competition that they played, and that's not going to be that's not going to give it justice. Uh, so this could be a lower-scoring game, but I, I feel like everybody Penn State's still a relatively young team. I actually expect some points. I think Vegas's numbers are, are pretty fair. Although I might want to flip that spread if I'm being honest, I see Ole Miss as the three-point favorite with that down 48, so somewhere in the neighborhood uh, of of the 24 points for for both sides, and that's going to be decided by a field goal. Uh, but I would lean Ole Miss actually in this case. Yeah, I would have Ole Miss as a three-plus point favorite. But uh, okay, uh, Zach Seiko locked on Nittany Lions, Penn State insider, Ole Miss, Penn State. December 30th, 11 a.m., Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, let's wrap it up real quick with this. I got one minute. Are, are, are Penn State fans happy with where the program is right now? Depends on you ask. I feel like that's one of the most divided questions because I, I think James Franklin is succeeding despite a lot of circumstances. There's a portion of the fan base that says, well, Penn State is succeeding and would succeed more without him. And I say James Franklin is succeeding because of James Franklin, not be not specifically because of Penn State. You can't just plug and play whatever head coach you think is going to work. I think James Franklin is a niche head coach, and Penn State is that niche. And he he's succeeding beyond what other any other coach would probably do in half the valley. It is extremely difficult, especially in this landscape of college football, NIL, transfer portal, conference expansion, all of it. He is the guy, in my opinion, for Penn State. Yeah, you're not going to upgrade. Great answer there. Zach Seiko, locked on Nittany Lions, Penn State insider, Ole Miss Penn State, 11 a.m. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, December 30th. Zach, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Bo, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Good morning. Welcome in. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your family.